This is Infection, the survival podcast recorded live on Tuesday, April the 12th, 2022, episode 378. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. Welcome to another edition of Infection, the survival podcast. Infection is your source for the latest information on survival video games. My name is Nick Craig. You can check out my daily political antics by visiting nickcraig.com and downloading the Wilmington's Morning News podcast. You can also follow me over on Twitter at Nicholas M. Craig. Joining me as he does each and every week from the great state of Idaho, Brian with an I, Aldrich. Hello, Brian. How are you doing this uh, this afternoon? I'm doing very well, and hopefully, uh, if if you see flickering on my screen, it's not you. It's me. A uh, loose cable. There you go. And so you'll see it kind of come and go, but uh, by next week's show, we'll have a new one here, and it'll be fine. But it won't, won't yes. affect the show. Audio and everything else is coming through fine. Uh, if you want to contact me, at Brian Aldridge on Gab, Parlor, Getter, and whatever else comes along, I'm sure. Uh, if you want to go check out my blog, it's biteoftech.com. And then go to our website, infectionpodcast.com. And on the right-hand side, join our server on Discord, where we have different channels for a news channel. If you want to submit news topics, maybe a game that you think we should be checking out. Uh, we have on on their ways to watch the show live. So Twitch, YouTube, BitChute, and DLive. Or you can li- watch those after the fact. Uh, we also have ways that you can uh, listen to it after the fact while you're on the road. Uh, through a lot of different devices at the lower right-hand side, there's links for every possible way that you would want to listen to the show through whatever type of platform. So a lot of different ways to do that. And if you are going to listen to it, I encourage you just to go to the partic- particular episode that you're going to be listening to and check out these show notes. Because... We've got links for all the different topics that we discussed, a video and audio player built into there, a lot of ways that you can uh, you can you can go and, and pretty much follow along while listening to the podcast and see everything that we see. So it makes it for the people that maybe don't have the bandwidth to watch the video. Uh, it's an easy way for them to still see the whole show. If you want to support us, though, you can go to the support tab up top or infectionpodcast.com forward slash support, or Prime Gaming Subs, Humble Bundle, Amazon Prime, subscribe. There are a lot of different ways you can do that that will hopefully go towards uh, a live event sometime so once they once they start making that acceptable again uh we'll all meet in person and, and go uh paint the town we'll see where <laughs> yeah, Seattle, yeah paint, Vegas. Pa- paint the town's a good <laughs> way to put it uh i want to thank a couple of folks for hitting us up with the resubscription including our friend falcon hitting us up with the 36 month resubscription here on twitch falcon thank you very much it is greatly appreciated falcon says don't have the bandwidth to watch the show oof that's rough yeah, it is rough, and unfortunately, uh, it's, true. it's true. Yeah, as rough as, as we've, it is, we've had people that couldn't watch the show, and and they, you know, that was a big issue, and so yeah. they would listen to it. Uh, and the show notes are really helpful because sometimes we'll talk about a video. You know, it's fine for them to go play a thirty-second to a five-minute video when it eats up all their bandwidth trying to stream a whole show. So, yeah. Um, so. so, Brian, we've got a lot of all over the place news here. Yeah, I know uh, it's, it's random. It's very random. Uh, you put it together. I read through a good yeah. chunk of it. Um, where do you want to? Where do you want to take us here to start? Okay. Well, let's go ahead and start with China because oh, there's been okay, some great. action in China here recently. <laughs> yeah, and first of all, remember we talked about them not approving video games. Like they stopped yeah, approving th- video games a while ago. It, it wasn't that they stopped. It's like they used to approve like it was some crazy number, like fourteen thousand a month, yeah. and they cut it down to like a thousand. Like it was a huge drop off from what they were approving 
to what they what they had been approving to what they were start what they were going to approving be approving. Well, so, yeah, they stopped in July approving. Like they Everything? hadn't approved any since July. Yes. Oh wow! Okay. And so finally, they just they've approved forty five games. So the first licenses they've given out to be able to make games in China since July of twenty twenty one. So hmm. this has been all a part of their whole thing of trying to combat. Um, I mean, there's some interesting things. If you really look at what they're trying to do, they're trying to combat online gaming addiction is what they claim. But then if you look at some of the other things, they're putting big restrictions on femininity, femininity in games. Any of the LGBTQ stuff is not allowed in any of their games. All, they're, they're cracking down and trying to make it to where if a man is shown in, a feminine, in, in an effeminate way, that can't, not, can't be in a video game. So, I mean, just kind of weird rules, but in part of it, I think what they're trying to do, you know, of course, how much of this is opinion versus the actual, what they were saying in the article, uh, is they're trying to make it to where they have a strong army again. They think that their, their young people are too weak and they're not soldiers and all that stuff. So they're figuring if they make it to where they don't see these things in games, it'll make them more, I don't know, testosterone more. I don't know what they, what they expect to happen, but they're thinking that this is going to help them get their young people to, Create a clean cyberspace for the majority of netizens, especially young people. So, um, so that is that's an interesting development that they're getting back to that. Obviously, lots of uh, Chinese games kind of flooding the market everywhere across the world, but a big ban there in China. So it looks like that is uh, well, that's going to loosen back up, and we might start seeing some more yep. uh, more video games. Well, okay. More video games coming, but they're expanding their online gaming limits to include live streaming and social media. What, what does that mean? So, <laughs> so they have new regulations that are aimed at combating the internet addiction against uh, among minors again. So this is all part of that whole plan that they're doing. Uh, because they said they, they've issued a call. They want to strengthen cyberspace governance in accordance with the law, strengthening the construction of online content and create a clean cyberspace for the majority of netizens especially young people. So uh, they said they, they're, these new regulations are aimed at addressing internet literacy among minor, minors. Internet literacy? Can, I, I don't know. Like They're trying to make them understand the internet better. Does that mean that you, you, don't, you don't type good? Is that the kind of inter internet literacy they're trying to? You don't I, type I'm assuming goods? they're trying to make it to where <laughs> they use the internet right. They're not using the. They're looking at picture books and they want them to use the internet. I don't know who knows. Well, they've, if, they've, if I've never heard of internet literacy. If they're if they're Chinese picture books, there's probably some. Well, I guess that's more Japanese picture books, but they're probably very interesting and uh, a, a very yeah. provocative. If if, if I've yeah. seen the uh, Steam category like of China, visual yeah. novels um, that are that that are that are being read, yeah, internet literacy seems like that's like a '90s term, Brian. That was used in like kind of a yeah. marketing like that would be like well, Kim when people Commando. Didn't know about the internet. Yeah, Kim yeah. Commando. Well, okay, where like, where are they at <laughs> the internet though? Because there are people that you know are savvy with the internet somewhat over there they you know they use vpns they do all these things but i would assume that they're kind of in the 90s stage of some places are probably just getting access to the internet the way that we did but it's interesting because it says among minors but so you're talking about a generation though and obviously i've never been to china um but there are some parallels between our generation of 
miners and theirs in the in the idea that they were brought up around technology. Now I know that the freedoms yep. of technology are not exactly the same as they are they're nowhere like what they are here in the United States, but there's some semblance of growing up in it and around it. So that's a bit surprising to me. Now it does say inform uh, content norms for that protecting minors content norms. What I don't know. Inform information content norms. The reason that just means, well, that's follow what they want, right? Yeah. Yeah. I know, but that's, it's through translation. So, they're going to have well, information content standards, as I bet. I bet you that means you. But have they already have that a certain set of. Yeah. Well, but they're enforcing those now. These they're aimed at tuning them down even more. Interesting. Um, they want to protect minors' personal information. Uh, that is complete to the contrary of what they have with a system in which you have to prove your identity to play video games online past certain hours. So that doesn't yep. make any sense. And then prevent and controlling internet addiction among minors nothing mentioned in this article has to do with well maybe it's communism that is actually leading to individuals unwillingness to actually want to do anything besides sit on the internet all day and uh you know play video games and browse the internet so maybe that's something that china will uh check out but probably not (laughs) i I kind of doubt that wishful thinking brian we'll call hey i'm a very optimistic person these days brian so that's that's what i'm gonna that's what i'm gonna say uh, another thing happened in China here a couple weeks in the last couple weeks is they they uh, seized three million dollars worth of AMD graphic graphics cards in China. So were these uh, you know, legitimate graphics cards or were these like fakes that were? Uh, gr- I mean, if anything, they it would have. I think been, these uh, are real ones because they said the value huh. exceeded three million dollars U.S. Holy so, smokes! Uh, I assume these are the real things. These are uh, the. I'm trying to see which GPU they XFX. have on here. 6700s are they? well, I can see. Oh no, that was they're talking about. Yeah, it might be an FXX. I'll have to look and see if they show it on here. The exact one. Yeah. Okay, here it is. Yeah, XF, XFX China. Well, um, I can tell you this. I don't know which being, card it is. Having an XFX card in years past, um highly recommend against xfx is a terrible company yeah. their rma and support process is terrible these were uh amd cards these were the these were rx series xfx cards uh that were seized yeah. and apparently the reason was is that the uh documents that came with the shipment did not match what was on the shipment itself which i find interesting because why the hell would these cards have been these cards would have come from China in the first place. Would they have not? So they're trying to bypass probably certain fees. I bet you they, they put something else on the manifest so that yeah. when they pay the taxes on it, they're paying taxes on something that's cheaper or that's, that's allowed true. Yeah, without taxes. That's... Because remember, they, they just opened up all these things that can now come into here tax-free. They probably marked it as computer cases or something else that's on that list of things that can come in that don't get taxed. Well, that is uh, a, that's uh, my guess. That's a dangerous thing to do in China. That's just as dangerous as uh, yeah. stealing a, a, Korean, a North Korean flag from an embassy uh, is not necessarily met with the uh, most level headed uh, approach. So yes. a, a ballsy <laughs> thing for uh, for XFX to do. And that was so, uh, five thousand eight hundred and forty graphics cards. Well, no wonder I can't get a GPU. <laughs> yeah, they're all they're all stuck so in they, China being seized. It, here we go. They, it was found that the specifications and models displayed on the actual labels that were covered did not match the declaration specifications and models. 
So the batch of graphic cards was sampled and submitted for inspection in accordance with the law. After uh, identification, the actual specifications and models of them did not match, and the value of the goods exceeded 20 million won. Hmm. So, so they definitely, yeah, they, they were trying to pay less in taxes. They were putting cheaper cards and things so that they could go by with paying less money. A little bit of tomfoolery going on there to uh, skirt the legal boundaries by, uh, by my estimation. Interesting. Yes. Uh, and then, you know, part of this too is China's, their Silicon Valley's been shutting down due to COVID. And we, Again, you've been, I've been yeah. hearing in the last week or two, various places shutting down. This is going to continue to affect our hardware. I mean, this is something that's not going away in the short term as long as they continue shutting down places where they they headquarter you know tencent and, and huawei is it highway huawei huawei there we go yeah uh you know they they have these places well when they shut down they're not making video cards they're not making whatever for a month well that's a lot of cards that would have been made you know it's just it's just making the prices go up it's making everything worse so hopefully they'll start getting that figured out because it seems like they're really resistant to uh to just open that country up China also arrested another guy, and they called him Walking CPU. He was smuggling 160 CPUs on his body, trying to bypass once again taxes. 160 like on his body? Yeah, he taped 160 CPUs to his body uh, wow. and tried to make it through. <laughs> tried to make it uh, through customs. So that sounds like a. Uh, this is sounds like a Seinfeld episode up. with with Kramer yeah. having like a long trench coat trying to smuggle something into like Shea Stadium I think is what the what the episode was so again these are super risky things to do in China they will literally throw I, you in jail oh, for yeah. the rest of your life I mean these are like there are things that you can get away with like in the US like if you want to smuggle not drugs is one thing but like trying to maybe drugs smuggle is things closest to that in China I would say yeah. drugs here is probably the closest yeah. to something like this in China they'll send you away for 5 10 years and just be like knock it off you yeah. know, well, they do that here too. They said you're in prison sometimes for five or ten years and say knock it off. Except there's not like though. Well, yeah, nevertheless. Um, so, it, but but it's just very interesting to see when it's things like, and it just goes to show you, Brian, again, that the market in China causes people to want to smuggle in CPUs that, by the way, are made in China. Most of these yeah. things are but, made in China. Yeah, and it's 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 very odd. But, you know, they're, well, and are they, were they smuggling in or out? I, I, I had to see on this. No, I must have been smuggling was, them in because you're not going to pay, you're not going to pay, pay an, I doubt you're paying an export tax on it. Well, that's what I'm saying is whether or not they're, they're paying, well, there's the list. Remember, they just released that list of certain things that are now not taxed and not, uh, they have less of a tax or no tax. Um, that's very recent. Like some of these things are probably right before that. And, not all these things are covered. It was mostly industrial equipment for building factories and things. Yeah. That's what they took the taxes off. Hmm. Interesting. Uh, so that, yeah, so that's China. Things happening in China, uh, weird things, but hey, it's China. So we'll see what happens next. Uh, I want to talk you about this story. story next? Yeah, I found this story really pr pretty interesting. Everybody remembers GOG, G-O-G. Um, they were super popular kind of back in the day. Um, it was just kind of a marketplace in which people... You were able to get some kind of interesting games at cheap prices. You're talking about like the mid 2010s when this all first kind of came to a head. Um, they have Zork, announced. Zork. I love getting those ones on those. 
Yeah, so GOG.com was, was a cool website, and it originally started for good old games. That's what it started, and then it rebranded itself to GOG as, as the acronym. But they've announced that they are returning to some of their roots of their old name, good old games, in which they are going to be selling, they're going to ramp up selling current releases, working big on DRM-free distribution games, so not attached to Steam or EA or Battle.net, and they're going to begin the time, they're going to just begin ramping up the kind of, uh, we'll call it the alt game market, Brian, for individuals that are are not necessarily hell-bent on having their entire library in Steam, this is very big on the indie market as well. Um, not everybody's, you know, or I think some of us, myself included, are in a bit of a, every game I own on the PC is in Steam or Battle.net. I, I couldn't tell you the last time I purchased a DR free, a, a DRM free game, um, Yeah. but there's thousands of them that do not exist on Steam or anywhere else and are on these sites like GOG, like uh, G2A and some of these other platforms. So they've got a, they're, they're getting back to their roots. And, uh, I mean, it kind of makes sense at this point. Um, that's, that's a market that steam is not going to touch obviously. And it's a good, what about the steam deck? These will work on the steam deck, right? Cause you can still launch them on there. If they run in Linux. Well, and you can put other launchers on there. Well, I, I think you can still do it through their, their emulator. I don't think yeah, you well, have to have. I don't think it has to be everything. You can. I think you can put a an app that would then run these games through. Yeah, and it's going to depend on the compatibility layer for the game. The problem you're going to run into with some of these indie games is there's not going to be the community support likely behind them because they're not the cyberpunk or the um, the Grand Theft Auto or whatever other you know AAA game you're talking about. Um, but I'm just looking at it now. There's a whole bunch of uh, a whole bunch of stuff on here. Old Diablo games, Dragon Age, and these are these are launcher free games. I mean, looking at this Dragon Age Origin Ultimate Edition, this is DRM free, so no activation or yep. online connectivity required. This is you'll have an EXE on your computer uh, that you can launch and play this play this game on. So a little bit of a return to that if you're kind of into this alt space um check out gog they're they're going back to some of the roots from about a decade or so ago and they also have a launcher it, one thing i don't you probably i don't know if you've seen this but they have i don't, it, I don't know if it's the gog Ga- galaxy launcher because it's gog galaxy store right mm-hmm. but they have this launcher that will connect to all of your other services and show you a master game list yeah so, i'm familiar with that it, yeah, so they, they've got it to where it'll interface with everything, and you, and you can play that. You can launch them all in one place. So if you if you do have games in there, that's go check out that utility. Well, and especially if you're if you really have well it's it's called God Galaxy. Um, and was, yeah. yeah, and if you have a whole bunch of these DRM free games, this is a nice way to see like, okay, this is what I have available and what I have installed. So it's it's a launcher, but it's also it's essentially like a file organizer for the for lack of a better term of, of what you have available on your on your system it's, so people can make plugins and interface with whatever service it's, it's totally been programmed to be flexible and cool. so you if there's like the epic store whenever, whenever a new one comes out even if it's a small one someone can make a plugin to interface with it so it is pretty interesting check it out if you haven't seen it but that's it's their god galaxy launcher 
gog.com uh, for that. Yeah, gog. So, all right. Well, let's uh, would you want to let's jump into a few small stories here really quick, and then sure go from there. Um, Epic. Epic has something that they was announced here pretty recently that Sony and Lego and Lego. You know, they make the little Legos that I step on now all the time. Is invested two billion dollars into Epic. That's a pretty big. <laughs> it's a pretty big investment. It's all towards that metaverse. Uh, yeah, this is. You know, I think you're going to start no hearing. Sense. Well, I think you're going to start hearing more and more about the metaverse because if you look, the new engine and the changes they've been making in Unreal Engine 5 have been really focused at big open world content. So I, I think it's all kind of moving towards this of having a giant world. Uh, and you know, there's, there's a lot of things happening, but they're going to be investing $2 billion. Uh, you know, who knows what the metaverse is actually going to be? A lot of people questioning, okay, what's that mean? But this is, I know there's 1 billion from, I think, Sony, and then 1 billion from Lego. So, I, what, do you think that maybe they'll be making it where you can build Legos in a virtual environment? Well, and see, that's the problem, and the, uh, the article says this. It says, unfortunately, the announcement does not address the most fundamental lingering question about the metaverse. What exactly is it? Is it bullshit? Yeah. But Epic and the three companies aim to, quote, create new social entertainment exploring the connections between digital and physical worlds. So if I had to guess, um, maybe when you, you know, cause you know, they, they still have, and it's, I will fully admit, Brian, it's been years since I've received a Lego set or purchased one. Um, but they have some of these large Lego sets that are, they're expensive. You can spend 60, 70, 80 bucks on a, on a big set. Wouldn't it be cool if you also got the ability to not only build it in person, but then you could also take that same thing and build it and have kind of like a, a, a playground to kind of play around with it in uh, on the computer. Maybe that's what they're going towards. Yeah, you buy the packs and it gives you but access. But that's not to metaverse. Build it and, and, on your computer. But see, that's the thing, though, is and I think that's where this term is so frustrating to me. If the idea is you buy a physical product, you also get a digital copy that you can manipulate as you want. That is not, to me, yeah. metaverse. That is just a digital copy of something that you're already buying. If a digital copy okay. of the physical product. That's not metaverse. At least to me, it's not. Yeah, but but then let's say that's a, it's an item now that you've put together and then you can put up on a shelf in your virtual house or your virtual... Yeah, but wh where? Area. What virtual house does Epic have that you can put it in? Uh, they haven't created it. I mean, that's well, the thing. That's the point. I think it's is all it's... towards things they're creating. Yeah, I don't know. This uh, I still I, I will agree. I don't often agree with PC gamer, but I will agree. Their thought on the topic is that the whole metaverse conversation is bullshit. I tend to agree completely because I just I'm not seeing um I'm just not seeing anything in there. Um, a commenter on YouTube says it's just a new way to interact with websites and products. Exactly, and that's not metaverse. Yep. And if that is metaverse, that's fine. But then let's call it what it is and let's rebrand metaverse because when you say now metaverse your initial impression is virtual reality some sort of second life equivalent and maybe that's just a misunderstanding but that's kind of how it's been laid out thus far if metaverse is that ready is, player one as well kind of ready player yeah one kind, kind of and yeah that's, again, i think that's what people envision well that's kind of how it's been promoted and, and that's kind of how it's been laid out is that's what it's going to be and i'm not sure that that's what it is and i'm not sure why calling it that is like for example would is po would pokemon go have been called metaverse in okay, this day it, and age probably but it's not but it's the a, thing it's is, augmented reality 
Hey, look at what they were doing with that big Minecraft world. Remember the thing we were supposed to make it where you could do was it Minecraft? Realms? I, or, but they had it where you could put you could put buildings or you could do things in the real world. I thought it was Minecraft that was doing that. They but they had it where you could go and and you could put an a, an object out there or build something and everybody would see it. And so that to me is kind of a metaverse when because it's a big world of things. But, see, but I think that's the closest you're going to get. But you just you just committed the cardinal sin, Brian. You said everybody can see it. Everybody yes. where? Everybody who's in that virtual environment, exactly. who's, who's viewing it through whatever, exactly. and that's and, precisely and everyone else outside of it has no clue what's going it, on it, unless you have a sign that says, "Hey, you're in the metaverse." <laughs> <laughs> well, welcome, metaverse, twelve miles. Um, yeah, twelve uh, miles this way. Uh, uh, on YouTube, another another comment: Web 3.0 is a better word that people seem to be mixing up with metaverse. Now that I agree with, Web yeah. 3.0 makes a lot of sense, and I've seen a lot of stuff with that. Uh, Falcon Rain says. When he said, when you say metaverse, he says he pictures a better version of VR chat. That's kind of what I envision yep. as well. But obviously, it is not being used in that case because what, and again, we don't know exactly what the announcement is and what exactly is going to happen here. But from what it sounds like, again, reading from the press release, they aim to create a new social environment exploring the connection between digital and physical worlds. I don't, to me, that just is here's your Millennium Falcon Lego kit in on the, Unreal Engine. <laughs> That's kind of what yeah. I what kind of what I envision. So I I don't know. It, well, and I, I think that there is possibly a point. You know, they tried with Google Glasses to create something to where somehow the digital and the real world interact. Yeah, uh, aug you know, augmented how many reality. Glasses, yeah, how many do you do you, those do you see right now? So I think they're still struggling. How well, do we bring this reality in without have people walking around with headsets on where they? can't see where they're going like I, I think they're still struggling how to bring them in without a phone which is a point. yeah when you're talking about google glass which was what 2012 2013 and and it, you know it had its it had its little uh boom and sizzle when it first came out but they have they released they didn't release any updated versions to it it essentially fell off the wayside there's yep. that still that one guy the way google does who uh, there's the one guy on twitter the tech journalist who's uh picture is still him in the shower with his google glass on i don't remember what his name is oh yeah you know the picture brian if you close your eyes you yeah yeah i know blonde picture. guy yeah. <laughs> yeah blonde guy with this google glass um he, he was a he was a uh a, he was a tech guy he tech promoted things but yeah. but they have a term for them he he was a, he's an influence an evangelist he's an influencer he was something <laughs> <An> evangelist <laughs> that's what they called him he was, he was like a tech evangelist or a, i remember him very well but yeah that guy Okay. Yeah, yeah, that Once they get past that, and I think it's going to have to come to the point of maybe a, some sort of a contact lens or something. I think once they get to the point of having it to where you feel like you're there, then they'll be able to seamlessly start to transition things together. Because until I walk around and when I'm walking past you, maybe a little information thing that says a few things about you pops up. When there's a place where everybody, like Facebook, that's why people look at Facebook and it's like everybody has Facebook, right? Or at least can have Facebook or has had Facebook or knows someone who has Facebook. Until that metaverse, whatever platform that is on, has is like that, then it's not gonna. I don't think it's ever gonna take off. It's got to be to where people, like your grandma, is almost on it. Like they got to get it that easy. Yeah. Or else it's not gonna be meta. It's it's just gonna be a little niche of people doing stuff like Google Glass did. Yeah, Brian wants to walk by me and have the uh, Fallout, um, the Fallout HUD pop up that shows all of my body parts and what kind of damage can uh, 
can be <laughs> what damage you take. <laughs> yeah. Well, Falcon yeah. Rain, he brings up Neuralink. I mean, look at what Elon Musk is. Is that Elon Musk, right? He's working yeah, on the Neuralink. The, the con man, yeah. <laughs> well, and so they're trying to make it to where your brain directly interfaces. Well, that'd be one way to do it, where you can start injecting data directly into your brain. It makes me nervous. But I, that would be one way. It just They've got to get it to where it's seamless, because I don't think there's going to be any metaverse until you don't have to put on a pair of glasses to be in there. Yeah, I, 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 I think that, that just kills it. Kills it for me. Yeah, Brian wants a VAT system for uh, for for real life. When you <laughs> I know walking perfect. around and and see a person, you can uh, immediately see what kind of damage they can take and all of the interesting. Oh, and and I think that's kind of what China's trying to do with their social credit system. I mean, it's not with the yeah. heads up display, but you scan your card or whatever when you're buying something and the immediately the retailers got all of this information about you from your social credit system so it, it's yep. they're, they're already kind of doing that saul says he'll take a contact lens with a heads-up display yeah i mean i think that's kind of where we're heading but to me mm-hmm. let's just say that's the case let's say i still don't understand how a lego and epic getting together has anything to do with that metaverse that we're describing so there's that- no use case well, I, yeah, in your physical house where you've got the physical copy, there's also a digital copy sitting next to it. That's retarded. That doesn't make any sense. I'm saying, no, when people when people can go visit your your digital house, they can see. That but that's you not. Have but, a Lego. but see, that's different, though. You're talking about VR versus AR. And that's where the disconnect is. Mm-hmm. AR. Yeah, is I know that's what they've got. Is, I wish. There's very yeah. little things they could do with AR that are yeah. outside. The house. It's not a meta. There's no meta to AR. It's. Yeah, here. it's it's an infra a meta. You know, you're when you're talking about AR, you're talking about you know an extension of reality, and it would be a HUD or something with pop ups. I mean, it's no different than what you've got in cars. Have this now. Some of the newer cars have yep. the kind of the glass projection HUD, and it gives you all yeah, of the information. Yeah, and it, yeah, and so uh, it's similar to that. But to me, again, that ain't metaverse. So I don't yeah. know. Well, and one more thing from Epic. They uh, they did their, remember that State of Unreal showcase they did? They had a video. Yeah, the well, people started looking video. Really, yeah, people started re- looking really closely through some of the videos of, they were showing computers with you know the, the videos of the screens up there. So they're looking at the folder lists and they saw that uh, they leaked that there's going to be Vader in season three. So chapter three, season three, uh, one of the folders in there, that's just, I think you know, someone's hinting that, they leaked it, but um, yeah, it has in their Vader. So now we know Vader's coming to Fortnite, uh, and Jones and Doom, and all the other oh, ones. Thank God. Little hints. So if, you're, if you've been wanting Darth Vader in Fortnite, your dreams are coming true soon. Thank God. I'm 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 chomping at the bit. <laughs> uh, well, let's, we we can talk a little more about China here. Uh, Riot Games they have dropped their vaccine and mask requirements so that when the employees are returning to the office of course some employees are unhappy you know they want to keep the masks on of course i mean are they sick or is the other person sick i still don't understand who's supposed to wear the mask it's called virtue signaling brian yeah i mean if if i'm sick i'll wear a mask how about that if you're sick you wear a mask deal isn't that how it's supposed to work? No, I think that's what that's the point not, of a bar. Not, I mean, if not, I'm not sick, why do I need? Why do I even need a mask? Stop! Not that's not that's not equitable, Sorry. Brian. I hate speech. Enough. It's it's okay. not equitable and it offends me. 
Yeah, so uh, they're saying that uh, in accordance with the L.A. County Health Orders, riot strongly encourages but does not require all individuals to wear a face covering while on riot property. Um, so they said, we know that some rioters will feel more comfortable wearing masks and we don't want our campus to be a place where people feel safe to, and we want our campus to be a place where people feel safe to take whatever precautions best fit their needs. We encourage rioters to have open communications and to be empathetic and accommodating towards those colleagues who prefer masking up. So, and and I I just have to break from this for a second and, and put my political hat on. We, now, all of a sudden, we have to be empathetic towards people who want to wear masks, even though there's absolutely no yeah. evidence or data to support that they should be wearing them. Yet, if you weren't wearing a mask because you felt that it was stupid and didn't want to wear it, you were uh, deemed a terrible, awful human being, and there was no empathy. But now you have yeah, to be well, empathetic yeah, for people. Yeah, threatening to kill that, other people. Yeah, but now you have to be empathetic to people that obviously, and, and let's just call it what it is, not trusting the science. Because the science at this point says, Brian, a cloth, a cloth face covering does not do anything. So just again, I, I'm a, I'm a science person, Brian. I am science, just like Dr. Fauci says he is science. I am also science. So I'm following the science and the science says the mask doesn't work. So these people just don't, I guess they, they're they deniers. They're science deniers. How about that? Yeah. Well, yeah, <laughs> don't deny the science. Yeah, don't I'm just waiting the for them to say, hey, you know, I, I don't feel comfortable drinking at the same drinking fountain as that person. Can I have a different drinking fountain? I mean, that's the way we're going. Yep. Good, good dreams, but they, yep. I mean, here we go right back into the boat. Yep. Uh, all right. So that also, uh, let's go ahead and jump. Do you want to talk to Microsoft? They had some yeah. interesting, there's we can, a lot of Microsoft news that might be. Yeah. We'll probably round out the, the show here. Yeah. About, about Microsoft here. A lot of Microsoft news. Um, I guess we need to start off with, um, a Microsoft has been able to ses- successfully disrupt a Russian cyber attack targeting Ukraine by seizing domains. So Microsoft yeah. went through and was able to seize some domains from a Russian hacking group. How they were able to seize those domains, I don't know. Um, I think I understand. Um, okay, here, here let me let me go. I'm, I'm looking work. at the original. I'm, I'm yeah, looking at the original please. source. Here's what they say, and it doesn't necessarily tell me how but it tells me what they did okay uh so here so we have established a legal process that enables us to obtain rapid court decisions for this work prior to this week we had taken action through the process 15 times to seize control of more than 100 strontium uh controlled domain controlled domains so they've come up with some fast-tracked way to be able to now <laughs> take uh, shut down your domain take your domain yeah, but so uh, here's the question. Does that does that not require the registrar that you have your do- unless they're doing this through the ICANN level and it's the and it's they're seizing they must it through be ICANN. taking the court to that level because each of those underneath of it, each of those different domain uh, domains can be for different countries. Sometimes they're more friendly and receptive to talking, and sometimes not. But I bet you these guys, because then they'd have to register one that's not friendly and not receptive to being, you know, to these threats, then they could keep their domains up. But ICANN would have to shut down anything that's like that. And and I think that's probably what's going on here, because, like, for example, if you go out and register a domain anywhere, GoDaddy, Namecheap, HostGator, wherever you register your domain, all of that is being there's only a couple of companies that actually do the clearing of domains. Um, And at the end of the day, ICANN is the party that is doing it. So this must be. These must be direct orders to ICANN. This is concerning yeah. to me, though, and yeah. I think this 
this is concerning in the idea that no longer do they have to go after your registrar. For example, if you want to do business with an overseas registrar, well, at that point, it's yep. kind of useless because if Microsoft can take it to court and get ICANN to blow out your domain and essentially seize it, it doesn't matter what registrar you're doing it at, they, they all fall under ICANN. So hmm, that's very interesting. And this is, I'm wondering if at some point we're going to get an underground internet, an alternate in a domain name. System. Well, you have it. It's the, it's the, it's Tor. Well, yeah, but one where they're pretty much sinking and then adding to the existing Tor. Right, you're you're describing. Is that what it, I'm not really used for? Is that pretty much how it works? I mean, I've I, used it a little bit just to try it, but I've not looked at how the technology works. I, okay, let me be clear. I, I I don't know exactly how the technology works, but from what you're describing, that sounds like the Onion browser and and kind of the Tor network, which is not using a central registrar for for quote unquote domains is is, is what we'll call them. See, but the thing is, you could do it really simply. And just use your own, like use a private DNS that syncs to the regular internet DNS, but and it, then you could add to it and you know and adjust the calls. So if you wanted to create your own private DNS system that was outside of ICANN, you could. But okay, so you could do it via the DNS level, but at that point, you, if you do it outside of the DNS level, then you're not you don't need to register any domain. You can just point if you have your own private. You could DNS do your own record. private. Yeah, exactly. You wouldn't need ICANN. You could make you would, your own virtual registration. Well, it's, but it's not even registration. At that point, you're not registering well, anything. You're just pointing a DNS record. DNS has to do it. But yeah, I'm saying if just, this is a public service that you can apply to and hmm. use that doesn't filter out anything. Like it, it, people can go and apply and register the domains there, their domains, but there is no central ICANN, right? You become your own ICANN. ICANN's only just a group because people said it's a group so that we start using some central DNS servers. All these DNS servers are linked together. If you step, step to the side and made your own DNS, ICANN wouldn't exist. There would be no point to ICANN. ICANN's only there for looking up names. If you had your own lookup, you wouldn't need them. I'm, that's what I'm saying. I'm wondering if at yeah, some point, no, I'm, if I'm they thinking, get corrupted where they're through. shutting down and governments are going against each other, there's going to be a point where you might just say, ICANN, we don't need you. You guys are pointless. All you do is a, you're an index of, of server names. Well, Right? Maybe, maybe this is an opportunity for a blockchain DNS where you've got a yes, public record and, 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 and something like that. And they've still got to come up with maybe a way because you don't want people just you know, the, the, the money thing with ICANN prevents everybody from buying up all the domain names or, you know, yeah. holding all the domain names. They'd have to come up with something to prevent that from happening. Money's a good way to do that. Uh, but however they could do it or having it to where I don't know. Keeping anonymous would be difficult, but they oh, could. Yeah, there's no. And way I think that if, I think if this continues, this kind of thing, because the internet's always been kind of the hands off. It's the safe spot for wars can be happening, but the internet generally stays the same, right? They they don't shut down things. Well, that's changed. You know, they blocked internet various internet accesses to Russia. Um, now they're going through and dropping don't don't name main names that are parts of attacks, regardless of where they're from. You know, as far hmm. as the, the origin of the uh, domain name itself, I just this is a big step. I don't know if people realize like this doesn't happen very often. Uh, they said they've done it how many times before? You know, they said in the article, but uh, fifteen times. Uh, we had taken 
actions through this process 15 times seize control so more than 100 domains so they're doing it they did it 15 times since they've done this change so i i just it makes me nervous because i like the internet being free and and away from, i don't i like the fact that for instance the american government doesn't run the internet i like the, the that russia doesn't run the internet uh but you know they if they keep letting this influence affect i can and i can lets them step in that could change to where the internet is truly not open and free yeah they, yeah, they, when a, they pick and choose what gets on there, that makes it difficult to be open and free. That is a very interesting proclamation. I, I, I'll have to think about the, the, how that would all play yeah. down, but there definitely could be something like that for sure. I just I see that where is where it's going because with conflict, especially when you start having companies say we will not register you a domain name because you you know are offensive, you check all these boxes of things we don't like. That's well, that already happens concern. now. That already happens now. Well, yeah, it's just started recently happening, and I think it's going to get worse. And and when the point of it, it truly affecting, they're going to have to come up with another system and scrap ICANN. Yeah, potentially for sure. Yeah, uh, we got a lot of random Blizzard news. Sure. Uh, one thing is Vicarious Visions; they have merged with Blizzard, and they made got, like Tony Hawk One, Tony Hawk Two. I've got a connection uh, with Vicarious Visions. Uh, they are actually headquartered in uh, Albany, New York, where I grew up. And uh, oh, nice. I actually went there in uh, high school a couple of times with the class I was in. Um, and they uh, they also did uh, Rock Band, or uh, excuse me, Guitar Hero was one of their oh, yeah. um, big series that they did. They did uh, Crash Skyland you, uh, Skylanders. Like actually, one of the computer science teachers at my high school it was, I think it was her husband was a programmer over at, um, over at Vicarious Visions, which has been part of, has been part of Blizzard for a while, or has been part of Activision for a while, but it's been, it's stayed under the name of Vicarious Visions. It's now, uh, known as Blizzard Albany. Um, so that is how they are deeming their, uh, their Blizzard branch, Blizzard Albany. So very cool. All right. Now, uh, of course, there's still, there's still all the things happening with people being upset about uh, all the blizzard stuff that's been happening for the last however many years now 10 years 15 years uh that they've been complaining about so unis senators have been have been calling out the unacceptable uh lack of accountability for bobby kotick and uh, in the microsoft buyout now so they're stepping in yes now i specifically did not open this article and i did not read about this article can yeah. I guess a couple of the senators that are outraged with this? Okay, yeah. Let's see how if you get them correct. Bernie Sanders has got to be on the list. Yes, he's the first one. Okay. Um, how about Pocahontas? Elizabeth Warren. Elizabeth Warren, yes. Okay. Yeah, um, is Jerry Nadler on there? Now he's no Jerry old. Nadler. He, he, I think now I think he's, he's been old. kind of yeah. He he doesn't understand that stuff. Um, well. Who's uh, who's the uh, who was the vice president? Or he was a presidential nominee. Um, uh, how about Cory Booker? Yes, Cory Booker's on there. <laughs> okay, uh, so one, what there's, about there's what, one more? What, what uh, AOC? Nope, she's not on there. Rashida Tlaib. Uh, I don't. No, this one's not one that I've heard a lot. Uh, Sheldon Whitehouse. Oh, Senator Whitehouse. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I I don't know who the, I don't know that one as much. So I know hmm. the others pretty well. But man, so they're, I'll yeah, tell you they're, what, they're, it's amazing. 
It's amazing that you could just look at the title of a story and it is, oh, it's unacceptable about accountability. And you just know the usual suspects, Brian. <laughs> it's, it's, yeah. it's, it's like shooting, so it's they, like shooting fish in a barrel. <laughs> I know. And they sent, they sent a letter to the FTC chairwoman, Lena Khan, and asking that they investigate whether Microsoft's planned acquisition of Blizzard could worsen the workplace conditions at the company. Microsoft Microsoft's workplace conditions I've never heard any complaints about. No. We keep hearing about complaints everywhere else. Uh, I you know I I haven't heard anything that would indicate that going to Microsoft would make them worse. I thought that they were the worst already. How can they get worse when they're supposedly the worst? Is that wasn't Blizzard the worst? It's a valid point. They keep telling us. Yeah. How are they going to get worse by going to Microsoft? It's very true. I thought they get rid of all the bad people except for Kotick. I mean, if they just got rid of him, everything would be good, right? Is that what they keep telling us? Again, I can't, I can't argue with you, Brian. And yeah, they said if we, if, if failing to hold him accountable for the workplace culture he allowed to flourish would be unacceptable, it would be an un- unacceptable result. How about the, all of the, the culture that they are being senators has allowed to uh, fester? How about we hold them accountable? I mean, honestly, these people want to talk about holding people accountable for what's happening under their watch. Uh, Bernie Sanders, who's been a politician for how long? It's 50 years. Elizabeth Warren, who's been a politician for probably 30 years at least. Yeah. Right? Booker, who's the younger one. I mean, you talk about accountability. They're the least accountable people who won't even accept when they're proven wrong. They'll be like, I don't know what you're talking about. Okay, whatever, dude. Rules for <laughs> they, thee? They don't have anything. Yeah, rules for thee, but not for me. But, but not for me, yeah. Great. Well, and and, and again, just talking about this, Cory Booker is probably the only one that has really any sort of sibling. Uh, I think White White House is a little younger as well. Uh, but Bernie Sanders and Elizabeth Warren have absolutely. They probably have playing any video game. I don't think they have. I think if you asked Bernie Sanders what Blizzard was, he would tell you something about a Dairy Queen ice cream. He would not be able to tell you anything about the company Blizzard. He wouldn't know that World of Warcraft was Blizzard or. Call of Duty was yep. active. He would have no idea. Um, so yep. again, the people that you want making these decisions, and this has often been a problem when we've talked about the federal government getting involved in some of these high tech topics, is yep. they have no idea. They are so, yep. and then they say, "Oh, that doesn't look right." Oh, look at these violent video games. Someone just got shot over there. This is horrible. We need to shut this down. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Complete and total um, disconnection from reality. So here's another thing that's happened, and of course, a response from the left. Uh, Activision Blizzard is converting a thousand QA workers to full-time employees. So these course, were PC gamer, or hmm? these were these were these were uh, these are for games, the, quality assurance testers, game testers. So yeah, towards towards the end of a life's life's uh, life's uh, development st- cycle of a game, you would typically hire some QA testers to get in there and, pl- and play, and it's more of a it's like a contract, you know, like, hey, you're going to you know, contact your, for six or eight weeks. Yep. You're going to be working and, and we'll pay you X amount of dollars, right? Probably. Yeah. And, and they, they've increased the minimum to $20 for that position and they receive full company benefit, benefits and are eligible for the bonus plan. Well, that's, so, I, I mean, that's, $20 an hour is pretty impressive. Yeah. So, I mean, that's the, the, that you would figure that they would be happy about that. But there's been one caveat. Uh, according to P- massively OP on this one, uh, Blizzard has promoted over a thousand QA testers and bumps their pay, 
but not the ones using unionizing. Ah, damn. Oh, oh. <laughs> you're, you're trying to, you're, you're the guys who are going on, on, on Twitter and constantly posting all the negative things about the company you work for and bashing them all the time. Oh, wait, you're not going to get full-time promotion. You're not getting $20 yeah. an hour minimum and you're not getting full your benefits. Oh, that's I'm shocked. Bad. Your union, this, how's that treating you? This is, <laughs> this is shocking. This is, this is, this, so, I this, uh, yeah. And I, so the at attorney for the uh, National Labor Relations Board told GameDeveloper.com that the compensation overhauls in the middle of unionization is complicated as granting raises to unionized employees could be deemed as influent influencing workers, but without raising raises could be also seen as retaliatory. So in some regard, you may not even be able to call this uh, vindictive, but as they're in the process of unionizing, you that is not a time in which an employer wants to play around with wages and benefits while that is being hashed out. So because of their nonsense, um, they're now losing out and good. They deserve it. Yeah. Yep. So we'll see. Uh, of course, you know, the their union, uh, when this first was announced, we're happy. But, you know, I, I don't know if they're going to be happy later when they realize that if they're a part of that thing that they're talking about. Well, they won't be uh, yeah, as of right now, that could change once all of the, the, the dust kind of settles with it. But this all comes back to this ABK Workers Alliance. And you've seen the That's hashtag bad. all over Twitter. This is that group that does nothing but constantly poke the bear um about yeah. all of this. I, I wouldn't want that to be my union it'd be like you want me to allow this group a better this twitter account which i've seen nothing but trash flowing from and bashing of the company and false statements a lot of times things that they say that are just conjecture it's like i see that from this twitter account and it's just a, why would they want to have them be a part of it at all uh, good keep them away because that place is nothing but trolls sitting there trying to take down a company they don't want to make the plate company a better place you think that care place cares about making making that company better no they want power they want control they want money they want all these other things and have nothing if you look you go look at their account the big thing gofundme that's the top link they have on there is a gofundme for them uh they want money it has nothing yeah, to do with it's a union. grift and nothing it's to do funny. making the employees work because they're they're making a, a good situation for all those employees. And you know, oh, but now they're if they once they realize that it's not for them, they're be like, oh, that's bad, that's bad. Yeah. Well, they, why it, do they need a union if they have fair fair treatment and fair wages and fair benefits? Like, why do they it, need that union? It it is it is quite funny uh, to see and um, yeah, very funny. Yeah. Uh, well, in, in rule breaking doorknob, he says, uh, meanwhile, in Europe, unions are considered a good thing. Uh, and unions were in the initial time that they came out, they were righting wrongs in the workplace because there were no workers rights. That's changed. And now you have unions that are sitting there and blackmailing companies and causing yep. lots of issues. I don't mind a union when it's actually improving the employee situation. But in the end, usually it's not employee in, in, in making the situation better because they're they're causing more issues and causing it to where maybe you'll get less work or I, you know, I look at there and I wouldn't want to hire someone who's being promoted by people that type trash about my company all day. Well, and Why I would think, I want them to be a part of it. 
and I think rule breaking doorknob brings up an interesting point, and and I do kind of want to be clear on this. I'm not anti union, but let let's be clear. These groups that are doing this specifically in the video game realm, um, these first of all, they're not even real unions. Um, they're activists. Second, they're activists. They're, exactly, and and it, it is nothing more than trying to disparage and destroy the uh, company. It's got nothing to do yeah. with you know, typically a union. While yes, it is protecting the workers' rights. Traditionally, like Amazon, the Amazon union, right? I be, I think that was a good situation because Amazon was is not fairly treating the company, the employees in the work area in that warehouse area. Yeah, they, I, know, they're I, telling them they can't go to the bathroom and do all these stupid things. Okay, get a union together. Say, hey, we want to be able to take bathroom breaks and have normal working conditions. That's what a union is for. And I, I don't know exactly what the details are with that, um, but just yeah. speaking in broad generalities, typically your union wants to have a decent relationship with the company because yeah, a rising tide together. raises all ships and you typically do not mm -hmm. want to destroy the company in which you have unionized members. Because if you destroy yeah. the company, well, that means you're just going to have a bunch of unemployed people. And that's what is these left-wing gaming activist groups like a better ABK, the Workers Alliance, and all of these other grifting groups, they don't, they don't get, they want the companies to be destroyed, which is only going to mean that their stupid unionized workers are going to be unemployed and then, their and then yeah. go and then go bitch on Twitter that capitalism is the is the is the evil problem and the reason I don't have a job is capitalism. No, it's because your union, like the Gamers Workers Alliance, is. Is, is essentially uh, holding these companies hostage. Okay, let's look at the next thing. Same, magically, it's the same group doing the same thing. Uh, they they removed the vaccine mandate and the mask mandate for for employees. And this ABK said, "Hey, we don't like that you're you're going to be removing removing the mandate. We're going to have a walkout from April fourth, you know, at ten a.m. And we have three demands: an immediate reversal of lifting the vaccine requirement." What if you're, so you're you're impeding on my rights? Yes. For what? Why? Why is Virtue if, if you're going for the workers? Why are you now saying to some of your workers, we're going to put more restrictions on you and make it more difficult to go to work? That's what they're saying. That's not a union. That's a political activist group. This right here, them saying they don't, they're going to force all the employees to wear a mask, and that's the union saying this. That's it's, that's not a union. A union would be saying, you know what, we want to be able to work without having to breathe through this thing. It's causing health problems. That's what a union would be saying. This is an activist group but, that puts itself as a union. But see, it's interesting because there are two other demands include remote work should be offered as a permanent solution and that the decision to work remote or in office should be made by each employee. If you allow people to work from home, then who cares? You don't need a you don't need a requirement or mandate. If you're well, no, you don't need a union. You don't need the you don't need to have the vaccine mandates irrelevant. If you yeah. are uncomfortable with it, then just stay home. Yeah. It, and it, why why reverse the mandate if you're going to give? Just say we want the other two. They have they're demanding all three, which affects everybody. It doesn't give you an opt out plan from their control and their power. They're trying to put over you in that company. This the union I'm talking about. But the, I mean, they're that's saying the problem. At, at work you're under us, and at home you're under us. That's what they're saying. Yeah. And again, it's they're, just they're controlling. Yeah. This this group, I just I can't get this group's demands are just ridiculous. So yet again, their employees are going to walk out because 
of because a company. Because they don't have to wear a mask a, anymore. Well, no, it's not. I got nothing I mean, to do with wearing on. a mask. This is a vaccine requirement. Oh, sorry, this has vaccine, nothing sorry, to that, do not with the mask. One, yeah. yeah. Sorry, not the mask. This was this was the mask. But yeah, the vaccine mandate. Same thing. But the, this one, the max vaccine mandate. Why is the union trying to force you to get injected to go to work? When has the union ever done that in the past? Try to force you to get injected with something to go to a job. A union has never done that before. Not once. Have they tried to say, we're going to make you do something to go back to work and we're going to force your company to make you do it. When's the union ever said that? It's never happened before. That's what they're saying. The union is saying that we're going to make the company force you to get a vaccine to come to work or else you're going to get fired. That's and what the union's telling the employee. What did backwards? What did Activision do? They reversed the decision. Uh, so it took they reversed one day. it. They they yeah. they bowed down to the ABK Workers Alliance and reversed it. Now everybody has to to have the vaccine. You can't get hired unless you have a vaccine, which they found is causing more health problems. For me, my risk of rate of dying is higher if I go get the vaccine, because I am heavily into sports. I get my heart rate going really heavily, and they found that the vaccine can cause heart issues and clotting. That for me raises my risk of dying. And you're telling me I have to do it to go work at your company? You're telling that to me. I play heavy sports multiple times per week. Those are the people dying in droves. And you're telling me I have to go do that? That is not a union for the worker. That is the opposite. And you're telling me that's what you want. That's, that disgusts me. That go, They're telling me to, to raise my risk of death to go work for the company. Never would a union do that. Not once. It, precisely. It, my, my percentage of dying, I have a lower chance of dying from not taking the vaccine than from taking the vaccine right now. And you're telling me to do it. Shame on you for that. Yeah, it goes against what they claim they're saying. It's the opposite of what they claim they're saying. They're not for the worker. They're for the politician. They're for the 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 political party. Whatever it is that's backing this, that's what they're for. Not for the employees of this company. Precisely. It, just, it disgusts me. That yeah, is frustrating. And it, anyway, and and they just and and it gets proven time and time again that they really don't have any morals. They don't stand their ground on anything, and it's just it, it it's just nothing but virtue signal pandering um and yep. it, it's just incredibly incredibly frustrating so uh yeah that is uh that is over at uh that's over at activision blizzard announced it on thursday reverted it back on friday because yet again companies are deciding to pander to the woke mob the loud minority i will remind you the loud yep. minority not the majority which is typically silent um but hey yep. if that's how they want to operate their business more power to him, Brian. Yeah, I, I don't, that's the beauty of it. I don't have to work there. Correct. So there you go. I mean, if you don't, that's the beauty of, of, of here. If you don't like what they have, then don't work there. Then, but if, if that's the case, don't federally mandate anything to me because I don't yeah. have a choice to, on that. So Precisely. Hey, that's my opinion. Is there anything else you want to cover? There's, there's a couple of things. Blizzard, of course, removed pro-Russia war symbols from the Zarya skin. Uh, in Overwatch, so that's happened. A Call of Duty player was trying to prove that he wasn't cheating and accidentally proved that he was. Um, they also <laughs> did there was another one I saw where they were they gave a lie detector test to a guy live on a stream to prove he wasn't cheating, and then after right after the results came out, they they cut the stream because it said they didn't want to announce those results and embarrass the person cause problems. Well, uh, but hold on a second, <laughs> lie detectors have been proven to be incredibly inaccurate. Oh, I know. Even, well, I think that's why. In court. I think that's why they said, hey, you know, this could go out of hand really quick because we can't prove that this says that he actually did anything. Yeah. And so they just hmm. cut it and they were saying, 
because of the inaccuracy of lie detector tests is what I kind of look at the article. That's why they didn't want to do it, which I understand. But probably the guy cheated, uh, you know, and that's why he's struggling so much with a lie detector test. They're not very accurate, but if he's making it go, he probably did it. Yeah, very true. Do you know who came up with the lie detector test? I do, but I, I can't relay to you. Well, you don't have to be. He's, he's known for something else. For making a certain video, I know, or not a video I, game, but a super a comic book hero. I, of, I know, I know what you're talking about, but I, it is just escaping me. Uh, I think it's Superwoman oh. because they were into uh, bondage and weird other stuff, <laughs> and it's a it's a stupid okay, movie you watch mind. on Netflix. I think I had no idea that, <laughs> but, but they, it was it was like a '60s thing, and she her outfit used to be like a seductress outfit, and they made a cartoon, and then they ended up making it a superhero. It's a really weird story, but it's it's interesting to kind of learn because that's not who you think Wonder Woman. There you go. Like, yeah, it's not who you think Wonder Woman is, but it's based all based off of some. You said this is couple. on Netflix. I think it's on Netflix. Yeah, but it's the it's the story about who the guy who created Wonder Woman because he was huh. making like weird little outfits and drawing them and and turned them into a superhero. And he right? also made the lie he, detector. And they created a, a lie detector with it. Huh? Or they also, while he was doing it, he also created a lie detector because they were looking at, I don't know, it was part of their games and they figured out something doing it. I don't even want to. Phenomenal. No, there you yeah. go. The, the heart, hard hitting information. Yeah. I don't know what that has to do with all, but it is lightly linked. <laughs> so, I think that's it. Is there anything else you want to cover before we go? No, sir. What I think we're good to that? go. Oh yeah. The guy who came up with it said, it's not a lie detector. Yeah. It, it, Cause it's not totally accurate. Um, Oh, is it? Am I wrong? Is that the polygraph? Oh, sorry, that was the poly. Yeah, polygraph test is the official term. But yeah, it was polygraph is what he came up with. We call it the lie. Gotcha. So, all right, cool. Well, hey, if you want to find, ready to roll on here? We're good. Yeah. Okay. If you want to get me at Brian Aldridge on Gab Parlor, Getter, whatever, whatever else. Uh, Biteoftech.com for my blog. Of course, infectionpodcast.com. If you go to the right hand side, make sure you join our server on Discord where we've got a news channel, we've got a politics channel, we've got a workout channel, all kinds of different things you can do. And 10 ARC servers that are running and, and a lot of people on those. You're more than welcome to join. Uh, totally free to jump into the ARC if you want to. Uh, if you want to watch the show, you can do that to YouTube, BitChute, DLive, um, Twitch. And uh, we have the audio or the video forms of those recorded live and after the fact. And then for the audio forms, those are all recorded after the fact. So uh, if, you, if you are listening, we will by that time have the show notes uploaded and you'll be able to click on those and follow along, see all the different videos, articles, everything that we reference throughout the show are available in there. Uh, and there's a video and audio player built in as well. Uh, if you want to support the show, we got infectionpodcast.com forward slash support, support tab up top, or you know, Prime Gaming subs and all those different ways that you can help support us. And we really appreciate that. Looking forward to another convention. Hopefully. Yeah, I want to thank our buddy Falcon Rain for hitting us up with the 36-month resubscription here on Twitch. Falcon, thank you very much. It is greatly appreciated. Uh, thanks for all of the uh, back and forth in the chat. Always yep. love having uh, some of that viewer interaction as well. Well, Brian, hopefully uh, you're uh, not so glitchy uh, next week. Uh, I thought it, yeah, I thought, hopefully that I thought was it worked out. Um, I so, mean, it wasn't uh, horrible. Luckily, yeah. it wasn't crazy. Yeah. Um, well, as always, Brian, thanks. Uh, thanks for everything. And we will talk with you next week. All right. Talk to you soon. Absolutely. Well, ladies and gentlemen, that is going to do it here for another episode of Infection. If you'd like to uh, check out maybe some of my daily political antics, you can visit my website, nickcraig.com. 
or give me a follow over on Twitter at Nicholas M. Craig. If you missed any portion of the broadcast, you can head on over to our website, infectionpodcast.com, where you'll find show notes and links to everything that we discussed on this episode. Thank you so much for joining us, everybody. Have a great week. We'll see you next time.